Grownish, smartish, British. We are British, apparently. Uh -huh. What happened on the way? He was cussing. Ben, ben was cussing everyone. Drivers, pedestrians, cyclists, everyone. <laughs> but why? What do you mean why? Why are you cussing? He was like, look at this London I'm traffic. I'm not from London. I'm not from London. I'm not from these <laughs> but parts. But you are from London. Nah, so what Where happens? Where have you lived most of your life? For the majority of my life, I lived in central London, yeah. Whereabouts in central London? Highbury. What's your postcode? I'm joking. Well, my postcode, <laughs> it was N5. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. So central, central. So how long have you left? Or how long has it been since you've left London? We left for, let's say, uh, let's say six or seven years ago. All right, I'll let you off. If you're going to say it's like a year ago, no, 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 no. It's been I've a been while. Where, Look at this bougie guy. He moves to Reading. Yeah. He's just like, sorry, I've been, guys. I've been where I've been. For four years. Okay, fair enough. So then before that, I was out, you know, moved out to East London, and then we moved Ooh. out even... Sorry, sorry. Okay. Yes? Hi! Don't watch us, so we're brother. only just filming. What's up, brother? <laughs> just Go gay crashing. Hi, Bessie! Hi, boo! <laughs> you can keep this all in. 100%. <laughs> Hi, I'm Faith. How are you? Relax. <laughs> Sorry, guys, are we on it? We are on it. Yeah. <laughs> he like to... and subscribe. We're <laughs> listening to Tricky now. Don't. <laughs> Growing up, pretty You heard him, brother. You heard him. You heard him. All right, guys, we're next door. See you soon. So, on that note, guys, you are locked into Growing Up Brit ish. Woo! We grown ish. Hmm? Smart ish. British, apparently. You made it properly. Brit. Apparently. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Apparently. 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 So, <laughs> intro wise, we have. So, I was thinking, when I was driving, yeah. I was thinking, our names really work if I was to like switch them up a little bit. Okay, go on. What about your consents? Go on. <laughs> we have Little Fizz. Little Fizz! No, wait, no, Little Fizz was. Uh, Part of uh, B2K. B2K. <laughs> no, that's, that's a dude, isn't it? That's another thing. Okay. Yeah, UK. Right. Different things. spelling as well. True. With one Z. One Z. Mm -hmm. We can say little if you want to. Nah, little's cool. Little's cool. All right. Then we have yeah. Uncle Ben. Your, your uncle's favourite uncle. Yeah. And then we have Mama Hips. Oh, jeez, I'm bred. We're like a family. How, we how, are. how did you get to be the mum? Because I'm Mama Hebs. I'm a mum by default. And I'm a papa, do you? I'm not called papa. papa. Listen, papa Uncle Ben works your rice or everything. So. <laughs> rice? That's my claim to fame, rice. We just eat rice. I'm not going to lie. Uncle Ben kind of, yeah, sorry. It hits, it hits differently. It does. So, seeing it's our first visual podcast, I thought I'd do something a little bit different before we start. I'm ready. <clears throat> I would call it an icebreaker, but it's not really an icebreaker because we all know each other. But yes. for those who don't know us, who wants to start first? I go. Tell me your best joke. Ah, uh, no. I don't even have a joke. Um, what did you... We were talking in the no, car. No, you can't teeth her joke. I'm not going you can't to. Teeth, you can't teeth my <laughs> joke. We were talking in the car. I'm the queen this of that joke. This is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. It's going to be bad. We were talking in the car and she said... Uh, Fizz said one of her friends moved to where? Okay. Which is where. And I said, so when you get to the middle, is, middle of it, is it called the middle of nowhere? I did That's laugh. That's actually funny. That's I did laugh. That was terrible. But I will laugh at really bad jokes. So, <laughs> so I said it's the middle of nowhere. So that was my joke. So uh, this is your limelight, I'm guessing, because you're queen of dad jokes. Yes. Tell me one. My favourite one. Go on, hit us. Knock, knock. 
Who's, Who's there? there? Orange. Orange who? Orange who? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, you can't say a joke. Wait. I forget it oh, halfway. I know, I came too early. You forgot. Oh, wow, that's what he said. <laughs> he hasn't landed. Let's try again. Not he's, not, he's all recognized now. He doesn't understand. Wait, what? Came too early, Ignore, that's let's, what he let's, said. Let's start again. Oh, knock, knock. Sorry, mumsy, if you're watching. Who's there? Red. Red who? <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Red. Red who? Knock, knock. I, wait, I'm not going to say knock again. <laughs> you have knock, to, Knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange, Orange who? who? Orange, you glad I didn't say red? <laughs> Jeez, I'm red. Boom, boom. We're not going to last very long. <laughs> so my joke, I had, a, I had a funny joke, but I'm going to use my son's jokes. So yesterday I was in a car with Tricky, his son, and my son, and we're trying to find somewhere to eat. And my son just randomly started telling jokes. Oh, <laughs> Literally, bless. randomly. And he said, knock, knock. Who's, Who's there? there? Wooden shoe. Wooden, Wooden shoe. shoe. Wouldn't you like to poo? Oh. Oh. <laughs> now, but, my son puts poo in at the end of every single joke. But, how, but you have to explain, how young is the young one? He's six. There you go. So. His creativity is on point for a six-year-old. Yeah. And I can tell you... Tricky and his son could not stop laughing. And my son just got cat. He got gassed. He's like, yeah. wouldn't you? Da, 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 poo. Everything poo. had poo at the end. And, and then Tricky just couldn't. And I'm just like, all right, cool. I'm going to teeth that still. Was it funny? It was funny. For a six-year-old? It was creative. For a six Very creative for a six-year-old. For, for a grown-ish year old? No, 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 no. 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 <laughs> do do better, no. Hem. You could do better. If I told you my original joke, it's disgusting. I wouldn't. <laughs> it's not dirty. I mean, it's, it's that terrible. We're not Richard Pryor or, or Dave Chappelle or anyone like that. Okay. Get your phones out. What are we doing now? Just get your phones out, man. Uh, Does it matter if I have Android? I mean, you're going to get buoyed off anyway. You probably need to load it, like 10 minutes to load. <laughs> Let me know when it's loaded. I'm ready. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, who do you use to listen to music? Spotify or Apple? Yeah, Spotify. Obviously. Spotify. Mm. All right, turn on your Spotify. Who was the last one I listened to? Yeah. No, 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 I want to see you do it. I don't want to see you like select like a quick tune. No, no, the last, I was listening to a podcast, the last thing I was listening to. No, I, on, I can actually... On um, yeah. Oh, such a nerd. Was it our podcast? It was. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, shoot. Mine started playing. No, no, it's I'm cool, not, go on. You I'm can start. Gonna... Play it, play it. The mic's there, my dear. I don't know who this is. Who is this? I don't know. Please hold the line. No? No. And for Rose, Tangier. I've never heard of her. I like it. It sounds like some um, lift music, the instruments. Maybe no, it's no. the Nando's way my vibe. phone is, it, is playing the sound. But is it music that is close to you? Home or... It any? was... It came... As no, far as know. being close to her it chest came on, the phone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it came on my recommended and I liked it. No. Yeah. Do you know what? Recommended music sometimes... Yeah. It slaps. So mine... If I had gotten... If I wasn't stuck in traffic, it would have been NSYNC. Oh. It's gonna be me. And oh. I thought, that's not really gangster, isn't it? So luckily... No, wait, no, you have to... Yeah, that no, was no, it. I swear, no, I swear to God, I'm not, I'm not lying to you. This is the last tune that I'm playing. You might not know it. <laughs> is this what you were playing when you were pulling up? I don't know. <laughs> what is wrong with this? What's wrong with your speakers? <laughs> no, seriously, those speakers... It's gone through some war. Those speakers sound terrible. So would you like to sample yours? What? The last thing... I, the, yeah, I need evidence that you listen to. The last thing... I, the last, 
It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. The the last thing was uh, I was listening to three no, shots. Three shots. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what? I was actually listening to them when I was getting dressed today. Yeah. The I last one on. about when they were talking to the infamous Uncle Paul. Yeah. Uh, He's not Paul, Uncle Paul though. He's Paul the provider. No. Paul the provider. Do you know what's funny though? In the beginning of that episode. It looked like he was like, like kid in the corner. No one's chatting to him. It was interesting. <laughs> Everyone was talking, and he's like, this. "I'm like, is anyone going to bring him in?" Like, it was interesting. He didn't have a lot to say. He really didn't. He didn't have a lot to say, and I think that. And didn't didn't um, <sighs> Mister Expose um, say something like, "Oh, you said this like three times. What does that mean?" He said, "You know what I mean. You know what I mean. You know what I mean." Like he was swerving. Um, I think we've all realized from watching four or five of these episodes that. Paul is not very articulate. Mm. I love his noises. Look, any Nigerian knows. War, yes. Any Nigerian knows. You don't even see me. No, those sounds communicate a lot. A lot. A lot. Even even if you were due to hand size. Literally. (laughs) It's like that guy. Have you guys seen the guy who he doesn't say a word? but he'll show you the correct way yeah, of doing, doing things. Yeah. And his facial expression and hand gestures are reached, enough to tell Reddy. Yeah. yeah. Well, has that reached? Stop it, man. Stop sending missiles. Don't need to come my way, please. I beg. All right, cool. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't need this. If you could eat one food for the rest of your life... This one, this feels like a... She was like a first date when you go on a date. She asking questions. I go mean, ahead. it's, it's someone's ahead. first date watching us. So it is what it is. Go ahead. What's the, if you could have one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? And it's oh, been a minute no. since you've been on a date, so let's do this. Technically, no, but okay. Um, hmm. No, go on, Fizz. Why you got to think about this? Because there, there are plenty of food that I like. I can't choose one. 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 One food. One that one. you would happily eat every day for the rest of your life. No, I'll get bored. Spicy prawn curry. Do you know what? That's actually good because it's not too heavy. Because if I was to say chicken every single day, that's disgusting. Even can... though I eat chicken every single day because I'm disgusting. But you can but... you can cook chicken in so many different ways. You can also cook, you cook prawn prawns well. in so many different ways. But you said you be specific. You Specifically, specify... spi- but that's because I love spicy prawn curry. And I could eat that with coconut day. in it as well. No, without the coconut. <gasps> so it's even spicier. Oh, Bengali right. style. I'm going to say chicken because there are a lot of things chicken. that you can do from chicken. Mm-hmm. You said... A food. a food. So with that food, you can do so many things with it. I agree. Yeah. So you can, you can, you can, no, you can I was going to say, very versatile. you can barbecue, you can grill, you can stir fry, you can. But where's the stir fry? It's just chicken. What do you mean? No one said you can get oil with it. So you can get no, seasoning. So you want to eat it. raw chicken? You just get the sunlight and no, some wood no, fire. No, no, no. Wow. What, what land am I, am I cooking Some medium rare chicken. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Never. Never. All right, I'll give you a serious one. <coughs> what one bit of advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, office. Don't care about what people say or think. Do okay. it for yourself. Have you learned that as an adult? Oh, hundred percent. I wouldn't be sitting here today if I didn't learn that so lesson. That's so true. Yes, I'm so proud of you, girl. Yeah, my sweaty palms. Oh, sorry. High five. High five. He's not going to high five even if you're close. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Coronavirus. COVID, COVID cough. It's not. It's, not. it's COVID cough. How about you, sir? What What advice I'd give to my younger self? Yeah. Whatever you're thinking of doing, just do it. Don't even mm. think about it. Just do it. So ignore the self doubt. Because by the time you start thinking about it, 
And by the time you started an- analyzing, I overanalyze everything. I overanalyze the things where I say, what can go wrong and what could go right? Mm. By the time you've done that, you've already talked yourself out of it. You don't want to do it. Just get up and just do it and just fail. Fail quickly and fail fast. So you can learn. Yeah. Obviously, you don't mean anything illegal. No, 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 no. If you want a shot, just go ahead and do it. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Fraud, don't, just don't, do it. Don't well, do that. See that even, credit card at home? That's not yours. Even my dad Use said, it. he said to me, you have to be smart then. You have to be so smart because if you want to be a criminal, mm. you have to be smarter than the people that are trying to catch you because if you won't, they'll catch you. Yep. I feel so, like now you are encouraging negativity. No, I'm not. No, no, no. Not at all. It, I'm just <laughs> saying. You just got to be smart, smart. For me, it yeah. was always overthinking stuff. So just do what you're doing and keep and just try it. Mm. If you fail, fail fast and you'll be good. At least okay. you know you've tried. What would yours be? Mine, obviously, you guys touched on very, very good points. Um, mine would be the one bit of advice that I think about now when I reflect. Why did I rush to get old? That's like, true. Yeah. Oh, why were you yeah. rushing to get to like when I was like trying to get to 16? Oh my god, now everyone thinks I'm still young. I gotta be 18. Oh no, yeah, I gotta be 21. Yeah. It's like I'm rushing to all these ages. I'm rushing to, to achieve all these things. I'm literally like fast forwarding through life as opposed to appreciating it. And now that we're grownish, we want time to slow down. And it's Bruh, not slowing down. Clock needs to go back a yes, little bit. It's and not no, slowing not down. For me. You're you're happy. If the you're thing content. is what happens is when you get to a certain age, this isn't even with myself, when you get to a certain age, you're able to just do what you want to do. You just be happy with that. When you're younger, you have to abide by these rules and the restrictions are there based on your age. Mm. When you get to, not even when you're in your 20s, because you're still trying to figure stuff out. When you get to late 20s and early 30s, hopefully you're comfortable in your skin, you'll be able to be on the ascent to be where you're going. And in some circumstances, you're able to do the things that you want to do. So that gives you an opportunity to explore a lot of things that you, dreams and aspirations that you wanted to be able to, you couldn't do when you were younger. Can I ask, do you feel like it's a little bit different for women in comparison to men? Like in a sense that I don't have the, like even as an adult, like I feel like you guys, you mature differently in a sense that, let's just say having children, you don't have to worry about age the way we do. Mm. Like there's certain things career-wise, you guys mature and reach a certain peak. Like there's certain things that we're in different lanes and different places. So I think like when we're aging, we've got to have achieved X, Y, and Z. Whereas with you, I feel like time is still on your side. No, no, I I disagree. Here's, Here's why. Go on. As a man in the internet age, you're bombarded with, other males that have X, Y, and Z, have cars, have women, have everything, that they're, they just, social media is a thing where they put it out there. So mm. everything is, everyone's highlights. So the pressure's there. Everyone's highlights and everyone's good bits yeah. and none of the bad bits or, or the progress that you need to be able to attain that, that status. Mm. So mm. As, a, as a man, you're sitting there, you'd be like, well, he has this, why don't I? Perfect example graduate university and you see all your friends the day you graduate you'll be like oh where are you going to where are you going to work oh i'm going to work for jp morgan just for example mm. oh where are you going to work i'm going to work for this consulting or i'm working for this bank i'm working for this and then you sit there you be like so what are you doing i haven't figured it out yet you okay, haven't even come into the real world i think that's I think and that's you're fair. already competing against each other with the job that, that happens you've got. to women and men to be fair. yeah 100 yeah, yeah. yeah. percent 
I think that. But I think that's. A, I think this is a whole other topic that we can really deep into. I think Trust the pressures me. of of adult. Is it the word adulting that you use? Adulting, yes. I've, I learned it's so hard. many random words from you. I make like, some of you it. Know, up. Eight, is it? Eight, was it? Um, age mates. Yeah. Never used it. Age mates. Never said age mates. No. And ever since she age said mates. it, people want to start using it. But it's, it's age mate is just there. Everyone uses it. No, nah, you're just either older. Or younger. No, or younger. No, you're age mates. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my dad just said. I'm not your age mate. <laughs> yeah. See, I've never heard it until you said it. Yeah. No, I don't know about this. <laughs> All right, one more thing. Do you rehearse any calls before you make them so do you rehearse before you make any important calls yes do you yeah like yeah because you have when i call my doctor's surgery don't lie <laughs> getting past things. the receptionist is is like playing street fighter level one <laughs> so fight true. That's so true. That's literally so true. when you get to hadouken stage and you can finally hadouken. get your appointment hadouken. you kind of have to reverse it a little um rehearse it a little bit along the way Jeez, i'm bread so are you there like fixing, looking at the cheat codes and making sure you can do uppercuts and yeah. back wheel kisses. The cheat code is figuring out the number of times you make the call to finally get through to the phone line mm. and how you need to keep trying, keep ringing the, the spacing That's of calls. Long. Wow. Yeah, man. It's this hard work. So I definitely rehearsed that call. What about yourself? I rehearse sometimes for maybe important calls. I go through them in my head. But most of the time, I say like 60, 70% of the time, it's just freestyle. Yeah. I freestyle quite a bit. I think that's me too. The only time I rehearse is if, if I've got an interview and my anxiety is kicking in. I build myself up by just rehearsing more and more. But other than that, I only rehearse lies if I have to call up my manager. Li- as, in, as in back in the day, isn't it? When you're having to like call up and go... Alleg- so, uh, allegedly. Ha- what happened... If people watch it, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, I don't even remember the my boss's name. Allegedly. Allegedly. These are past employment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No like. current ones. I mean, do you know what? I used to, do you know how I drove past Whiteley's? Mm-hmm. You know, like, it doesn't exist. Where is it? What? They've like removed most of the structure. I just drove past it and I'm like, but where is it? So, oh, our childhood's good, going. Good memories were there. Exactly. So, I can put a reference to Whiteley still. And there's nothing there. It doesn't stand anymore. Wow. So, guys, we're going to be talking about uh, therapy. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, we touched on it previously on episodes. Um on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you ain't seen it, get to know. Coming to more more platforms very soon. Yes, sir. YouTube included. Um, so with therapy, the first thing I want to ask you guys, culturally growing up, did you even know about therapy? Like when you were younger in your household, was that ever a thing? No. Just fl- straight up, no. It was never, a, never a, an option to consider for mental health. Did you even know about therapy? No, I didn't. Honestly, mm. I only really understood what therapy was maybe going into college when people were picking things like gotcha. psychology to study because they want for A levels yeah, because yeah, they yeah. wanted to then pursue it maybe in university mm. um and take on more like psychotherapy or counseling type of degrees so that they can become qualified counselors. But that would be, you know, when you're 16, 17, 18. Before that, no idea that therapy was a thing. That's interesting. What about you, Ben? I knew of therapy in my later years. How long? What, how old? <clears throat> oh, this was. Uh, Would you say? Mid to late twenties. Okay. Excuse me. Sorry. So what was that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. Was that a sneeze? 
Mid to late 20s was when I understand about therapy. Was that a sneeze? Yes, it was a sneeze. Bless you. Allow Thank me to you. bless you. Thank you. What blessing am I getting? <laughs> I don't know. We say it. We pray for the best. So yeah, it was uh, mid to late 20s. But when I was growing up, no, it wasn't something that was ever discussed or I knew about. I don't think, I don't think it was a stigma. It just wasn't something that I knew about. I didn't know anything about it until probably when I get to university. That's yeah. when I first heard mm. what there's a, there is a course People that studying you, yeah, that, yeah. Mm. why emotions take like this. So think about it this way: when you get to school mm. and you have a child yeah. that what just wants to be by themselves, they're called a lone wolf. Now you're looking at the child and being like, okay, how can we help him? Maybe he has anxiety. Maybe he has ADHD. Yeah. Maybe he just wants to... I'm reading a book with my son now by uh, Lupita called Sulwi. And she's exploring why... Because um, she's darker than everyone else in her family. Mm. And she is dealing with not being able to make friends. And she prays to God and she's like, God, please help me. Make me lighter so I can... Mm. I can be with my... I can make friends. All she wants to do is make friends. Yeah, yeah, that's all she's desperate to do. All she wants to do is make friends. And how old is she in this book? Oh, there's no age. Okay. Um, There's no age in the book. But let's just say she's probably... For the fact that she understands that she's darker than everyone in her family, she must be at least five or six, maybe... Okay, yeah, so young, yeah. Okay. So my son... I read it to my son, and at the end of it, he goes, ah, and reaches out of the pictures to Solwi, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, she's good now. Um anything read the book it's, it's really really good mm-hmm. but that sort of psychological analysis that and those, those emotions that the book goes through wasn't explored when i was younger the books that i read were just well no where's wally as in, hung as in people weren't talking about people it. weren't yeah. talking it about did it did exist but no one actually spoke yeah, about it the, okay I, I went to the library and what 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 was the books that we read when we were younger goosebumps horror story what's horror it called? St- them, them books where you pick the ending, where you pick, yeah, you make a choice yeah, yeah. and it takes you, and to, it the takes you to that specific page. Yeah, when there's like, do you want to do this? Go to page 33. Oh. Do you want to do this? Go to page 52. Didn't they do that on YouTube? Have, have some ghetto thing. <laughs> I remember, they choose your ending. Do you want them to go yeah, do this well, move or that move? Um, yeah. So yeah, that was, they just, it wasn't. It's just, I think as we grow older mm. and as we have children or we're exposed to that sort of narrative, you're seeing the differences between when you grew up and when... And but people are just changing. We also live in an age of information now. Things mm-hmm. are so much more readily available to us than 100%. ever before. Um, it comes with its pros and cons. So things like, you know, if you're having physical symptoms of an illness, you Google <laughs> it, Google. Google tells you you're yeah. dying. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's that. There's, there's, that's the negative side of it. Mm. But the, the great side of it, the positive side of it, is you can actually, at your very fingertips from your phone find out a lot of information and you know it's easy to share the information as well everyone has a similar level of accessibility so you find out about something you share it with your friends Mm. they then share it with their friends you know things Mm. things spread so being able to talk about these things is possible now because we have the, the function to be able to do it so for me when I was younger I didn't have I didn't know about therapy till I was 16 and I only stumbled across it because my sister was seeing, seeing a therapist and I found out God knows how and I didn't know what that was. So I had to like, was it do your research? I don't know. what. Yeah, I think I spoke to someone. They're like, oh yeah, they speak to them. Da, da, da. Before that, therapy didn't exist. Like my parents didn't know she was going to therapy. Mm. It was like a private thing. Um, but my parents 
didn't have their therapy was praying, yeah. turning right, to yeah. God. Um, Being you very know, spiritual. Yeah, like if something's not going <clears throat> right or if you're struggling with something, pray more, like do more right and God will kind of help you and ease it off. And I think just generally, I think our circle or our culture, like my mom's from Sudan, my dad's from Egypt, and I feel like their culture was very much a taboo. You don't really talk about problems and they don't leave the household. So mm. everything's in-house and it is what it is. So therapy wouldn't have been a discussion point. It wasn't an option. Yeah. And when, when my mom found out about therapy, she's like, oh, so you're telling people our problems? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're gonna, how are they going to look at you? I how are they going to judge yeah. you? Yeah. And it's just like, but you don't understand it's actually professional. And it's, they're not there to kind of give you their views. They're just there to like... It's to facilitate yeah, and to be facilitate. able to explore. Absolutely. So one of the things that I kind of want to explore about therapy is the fact that it's a Western concept. Right. Um, so culturally speaking, Hebs, what you said about your parents, I don't think it's alien to me and Ben from different parts of the world to hear that and relate to that. It's the same for my parents. It's not something that would have been encouraged because talking to others about your problems was like airing your dirty laundry and they wouldn't understand the private setting that is in the confidentiality around it. Um, and it's definitely something that we as British kids have access to. It's the benefit of growing up here that we can celebrate both sides of our cultures, which is the British culture, the Western culture of speaking about problems. A problem, problem shared is a problem halved kind of mm. mentality, but then also the cultural side of it. What happens with therapy is we want to go to therapy to help solve our problems, but we conceal it from family because culturally it's still a bit of a taboo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other aspect of it is because it's still quite a Western ideology, like going to therapy and stuff. One of the things that I spoke about before when we were talking about blue therapy mm. was the fact that they didn't use a black or other Less. ethnicity. Yeah therapist because some of the problems we're facing do stem from cultural things that we've grown up with mm. that's and literally a, what i said to yeah. you and bex i'm like i don't know why it's bothering me but it's, we need yeah. a, i don't know if i feel like a black therapist yeah 100 but because the, the cultural clashes and the identity clashes that we face are so different to someone who is just western just you know european or anglo-saxon or whatever you want to use to describe it that, you know, they, they don't have the dual aspect of the cultural identity that we have. We have to switch it up. Mm. At school, we speak English. At home, we speak our home language. Mm. That's not something that is for someone who's native to this country in the sense that, you know, they're English. Mm. They don't necessarily have that. So when they go to therapy and they talk about their problems, I don't want to say they're English problems. They're human problems, but they're dealt with in English ways as in, you know, some of the suggestions. I remember me and my friends having conversations about how to deal with problems. Mm. And um, the recommendation is always, why don't you talk to this person who's making why you, you feel this parents? way? Why don't it you talk to your parents? And it's like, <laughs> this is why I'm here. This is, yeah, this is me. why I'm here. Exactly. And this is something that I yeah. feel like, yeah. you know, if we're talking about a therapy, I'd love to see more brown and black therapists to support brown and black people. And there's actually a really cool Instagram page called Brown Girl Therapy that I follow. Oh, wow. Um, really, really lovely posts talking about cultural crisis and cultural identity nice. and stuff so like that. So is it that. like a podcast or what is it? No, it's just, just... basically a, a really... It's a small page, but it's really great in the sense of it helps to identify certain feelings that you're having and give mm. it a name towards it. Okay. So I remember talking to you about something about cultural... Um, 
like regression. So when our parents leave the country that they've come from to, yeah. to move to somewhere else, they have a view that the culture that they grew up with is still, still the there. same. Yeah. It's still the same as it is oh, when they on. left 20 years ago. Oh, but, right, but they right, forget right, to right. understand that that culture has moved on. Yeah, so it's, yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. massive oh, shock days. to them. Yeah. They've raised us in another country with mm. the same culture that they've grown up in. And so we're behind. And when we go to visit our home countries, when we go to visit our families mm. and cousins, we're like, hold on a second. We're getting a culture shock because mm. we're going back home and Expecting they're more Western it. than us. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm just like, wait, and they think women are being more popping than them because yeah. we're the... London lot. We're the London lot. Yeah, literally, those are the kind of comments we get. So there is actually a term for that. And I didn't know that there was a whole term for that unless I, until I came across that po post on the Brown Girl Therapy page. Interesting. So yeah. they also try to connect people and they also try to identify other black and brown therapists to help people out, yes, yeah. which I think is really important. So do you agree with the point with the fact that, that you feel that we feel that obviously we said that having someone of a similar race or let's just say, I hate the word BAME, but someone of a BAME background helps when you're going to therapy. Yeah, 100%. Just like <clears throat> Fizz has already touched on, you touched on as well, is the fact that you have the ability to um, be considerate to those challenges that someone will come from the back, on the same background as you. That's why in America people, and I never got this before, mm. in America people would be like, I want a black uh, architect or I want a black so-and-so. I'd be like, but just get anyone. Get the person that's good at the job. It's like, no, mm. I want that because they will understand how mm. I want it from where I'm coming from. What, number one. Number two, you're also giving opportunities to people that didn't have opportunities before to be able to be put in those positions. Mm. So that is something that's really, really important. And one thing that I... Actually, something that happened this week or, or, or last week. So SZA is... Um, I think she's getting ready to either drop her an album or something. Ooh. And she's doing a lot of press runs and she's doing a lot of uh, magazine shoots. Nice. So in in multiple of these magazine shoots, um, she's asked the editor of the magazine, can you get a black photographer to, to be able to take pictures of me? Mm -hmm. A lot of the magazines said yes. She said it to one of them. The magazine said no. She didn't even put it out to say which magazine said yeah, it to yeah. her. Yeah, she's not trying. She's not trying so to she just said, yeah. she just said, I wanted to do this because... I wanted a black photographer to take pictures of me. Now, if you are not black and someone comes to you with that request, you're thinking, the first thought you think, the first thought you would think would be like, mm -hmm. no, why would I do that? You give it to the best person. But what you're saying, and especially for a woman, and please chime in if I go, if I de de derail in, in any mm -hmm. sense. There are things that, uh, even as a, a black man that I don't understand that black women go through. Mm -hmm. There are things and angles and shots and ways to make a, a black woman look powerful, <clears throat> strong, elegant, not beautiful, all of that stuff that she wants to be able to She's portray. She's got a vision that she, she yeah. wants to see through. She has a vision that. and she wants someone that looks like her to be like, that's my vision. You you should I'm, understand. I'm sure where I'm there's from. like maybe one white photographer that actually it's probably more. vibes yeah. and understands on on levels. We, but call, I we understand. call them we call them uh, um, allies. There yes, are allies, the allies out there, out there. <laughs> that, that will will be able to see that vision. Be like, right, I know how to do that. Yeah, you know, yeah, there yeah, are people yeah, that do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I just want to raise a really valid point. Go, 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 the go. first yeah. thing you said when you walked into this room and saw that screen and the camera yeah. was. Am I going to show up on screen? It's the truth. It's the truth. So not that I'm a 
I'm a black woman, but mm. I hope I can understand and I hope what I'm saying makes sense. Mm. But you saying that as a man, mm. so as women, we're also concerned about how our skin looks, how yeah. our hair looks and stuff like that. Mm. And for black women, the darker your skin, you're going to be more concerned about, are my features going to show? Yeah. Yeah. Are, am I going to look what, like, as in, am I going to be in shadow or am I going to be washed Do out? Are they going to try understand? and bright it so, yeah. brighten it so much that yeah. I now look completely different? And then also hair texture. Like if you've spent mm. ages making your natural hair look beautiful, mm. you want a photographer to be able to capture, capture that te that. that texture. So I can I completely agree with mm. Cesar on getting a black photographer in because they're going to understand how to balance the light, how to how to make sure that it, her skin tone is being shown off in mm. the most beautiful way, to make sure that the light is being captured in the curls of her hair mm. in the most flattering way. And that may be something that a white photographer might not know. Not or saying that they don't know it. Just because they haven't dealt they with just that not before. They've not experienced so, it. So, yeah, I'm going to say something quite um, outlandish. But basically, I feel like there are also some people who are fur culture, Mm -hmm. who are, we'll use Brits-ish, i.e. the second generation in the UK, who kind of almost reject their culture and they become very British. Like yeah. when they go, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Britain. What nationality? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I come English. Like they don't want to like appreciate. I feel like... Are you talking about uh, <laughs> Provider Paul? <laughs> I okay. mean, no, no, yeah. no. Because there's some people, he's still, he's still got the African in him. Like, do yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's no matter how much he'll he'll still relate to you do you mm. know what I mean like even if he's trying to deny his heritage mm. I don't think he are, is but he's just he's, he's just being he's, a wind he just up, came across that way yeah but for me I feel like there's some people who won't who or they refuse to sort of understand you because they're trying to disconnect from their own like there's a lack of self-love and there's a lack of like I want to be I want to be as British as possible so I can be accepted that I'm almost denying my heritage and mm. I don't know what my cultural food is or that they grew up on it but they didn't it's like they is like a, a level of hate as a reflection of maybe what they were exposed to as mm. kids. And I know a few of them. So, so I was going to say, I before, I would say until a few I years ago, girl. sorry, I would actually say if girl. someone asked me, where are you from? I'd be like, yeah, London. I would say London. <laughs> and then people would probe a bit more. But there's, there's le levels to it. Not because I was denying my culture or, mm. you know, not experiencing the food or the clothing or no, anything. No. I'm proud to do all of those things. But there, the reason why was because... Being Bengali was not considered... Bengali bombshell. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bengali bombshell. Listen, her DMs, DMs are DM. popping, innit? Okay. Bengali bombshell. That's a new intro, by the way. We've got Bengali bombshell on no. the side. No, this is not how I want to be identified. No? But it wasn't, it wasn't seen as a... Yeah. So I, I don't know if you guys got this feeling, but when mm. I was in secondary school, like primary school, secondary school, being of certain ethnicities or certain cultural backgrounds was more popular than being from others. Yeah. So Bengali was not viewed as one of them, um, you know, because of the the sort of nature, the history of the the, the way they migrated. They mm. were manual labor laborers, like low skilled manual laborers, um, seen very poorly by everyone. Mm. Okay. So white, black, it doesn't matter. Everyone looked at them really poorly. There's other ethnicities too mm -hmm. um, that were viewed incredibly poorly, and it's only now because of we're being encouraged to celebrate our diversity yeah. that these these cultures are now being like you know celebrated as something beautiful mm. yeah but it didn't feel like that growing up it really did feel like so were you not without sounding disrespectful but were you trying to be more white is it, is no, it, is it who you couldn't fit with was, black girls because you weren't black i wasn't 
So I, straight up, like, no, I wasn't trying to be white. I wasn't trying to be black or anything. Mm-mm-mm. What I was trying to be was ambiguous. I just wanted to fit in where I could fit in. And lessening my cultural identity tr- kind of helped with that. One of, one of the comments that I get, even to this day, is where are you from? And when I say they're like, you don't look it. What the heck does a Bengali even look like? But, but trust me. Yeah. The, the kind of comments you'll get is, oh, but you look like you're from this part of the world. Do you know what's interesting? I was literally at my cousin's engagement and um, he got engaged to an Egyptian lady. Absolutely stunning. And her family were all there. When I tell you, the shades were literally us three. Yeah, mm. yeah. And were all Egyptian. Mm. But then when someone meets me and they go, where are you from, Egypt? Oh, okay. Or, or like from Egypt, Sudan. They're like, okay, I expect you to be a bit this or a bit that. I'm like, okay, sorry. So you know the history? <laughs> yeah. But um, but when I'm referring to people who lack of identity or they're denying the identity, that's not you. Because you're not denying, like, you're, you're proud to be Bengali in the sense that you're very cultural and you're very aware. But it just helped you get through certain. But some yeah. people have taken it to another yes, level. Where they deny it. Completely, where I'm just like, not, I know someone who said, I don't chat to my friend. Like, no, there's one guy I know who said, I don't chat to my sister anymore because she thinks she's better than us and she's adopted to the white culture. Mm. And she's Nigerian. Mm. So to the point where she doesn't even chat to her mum. <laughs> or that's what I'm saying. So to me, it's like, so to an extent, if she really wants to, if she was a therapist, she'll still understand certain things will resonate with her. Mm-hmm. So even when he's doing certain sounds, if you use pause as an example, she'll feel that. But whether she wants to understand it, or she wants to block it out, and that's where her bias point of view would come in. So mm, it's yeah. a bit of a you'd have but to really ask, have a messy you know conversation. When they say she's lost her culture and she's gone over to the the white side, she thinks she's more superior than them because she's Ooh. she's now. In, but but okay, so this is one of the things that I'm trying to challenge people about, where we relate to anyone of any ethnic, any 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 melanin in their skin, if they're well-spoken, if they're eloquent, they're seen to be acting white. No, no, when no, they're no, speaking no, no. ghetto or urban, no, no, they're no, seen no. to be acting black. Oh. And I, d- I really disagree with those terms. Like, I agree. You're acting white, you're acting black. No, like, you're I really adaptable. Hate that. You articulate yeah, yourself differently. Yeah. So, but mm. that's what I mean. Like, is it that she's acting no, white no, no. because she's eloquently spoken, but she actually no. does think she's better? She genuinely locked them off because oh. she's embarrassed of her family. Embarrassed. Embarrassed. Wow. <laughs> that, Wait, can I we? Don't, I don't understand. <laughs> like, literally, it's, it's actually quite That's sad. such a shame. But, so to me, it's like, do I want a therapist that's got that mindset? You have to have so someone you... that can relate to you. Because exactly. when Paul was making those sort of comments, and he was doing the ad-libs, and he was doing the, uh-huh, mm, mm. If, the, if, the, if the therapist was Nigerian, she would be looking at him, <laughs> Yeah, she'd literally want to laugh at his face. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I've, I've raised this before. When, when Paul yeah. talked about the Christmas food issue... The importance. The importance of having, you know, traditional Nigerian food within his his family Christmas setting. She turned up with, and Choma turned, turned up with pasta, pasta bake. And you want like, that, that that therapist <laughs> didn't get it. But yeah. I sat there going, girl, why did it's you right, do it's this? Right, Denise. Even Paul should have told her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Paul's. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, she should know better. No, she should this is know the girl better. Who cooks yeah. food. But even Paul should have told her, what is this? Yeah, yeah. Before she even committed. But, to but this is why I think it's... Okay, I'm, I'm, I don't want to talk about it even more. Because like, you know, to an extent, we, it's questionable whether it's real or not. Because she went from, I'm cooking in some... Um, palm oil. Palm oil. And to, pa- to pass the bake. So yeah, to me, it doesn't balance out. suspect. Yeah, so for me, I it's mean, like... We, we've already queried the legitimacy of yeah. this show, but... 
But it was, you know, just using that as but an that, example. That is a great example. Why that, why, you know, having a black therapist or anyone from a, a cultural background would understand the significance of that because he was, she was raising the issue of his sister doesn't like me. If it started from this pasta bake incident, his sister's probably clinging on to the fact she's not understood the cultural expectations that the family yeah. have on her. I think even, a, yeah, I think even deeper, for yeah. example, if we went to therapy and we're speaking about like, our parents giving us beatings growing up, right? Jeez, I'm and our, so, straight away, it'll be like to no disrespect, but to a white person by book, they'll be like, "All right, this is a social services issue, it, yeah. exactly. you know, it's a whatever issue." Whereas a, a non-white person, non-European person might go, "All right, cool, we've all had licks before. Let's just study the degree. Is this abuse mm. or is this just a beating because he's done something stupid or you're getting a lick in advance? Like, which one is it?" So for me, it's like having that person who can actually almost be a soundboard of like culture so understanding all right cool <laughs> this is to be expected yeah um if he felt embarrassed about something okay the male ego in certain cultures are much higher than other males yeah so it's just being mindful of like you know certain girls you know this is this is how they hold themselves in their culture so it's they're able to identify these small traits yeah and a and lot of the issues we cover are linked back to honor so about, you know, how to, you know, is, are your actions, regardless of how big or small, are they causing dishonor to your family? And what impact does that have on your mm. mental health and your mental well-being and stuff? Mm. And, you know, if I went to a white therapist and tried to explain how this is going to have an impact Just on the honor. They're not <laughs> going to get, no, not even run away. Why don't you sit down and have a chat? With, I've, I mean, I've never been to therapy, so I'm making an assumption here based on conversations that I've had with people. They always say, if you're having conflict in the family, why don't you write them a letter? Huh? Excuse uh -huh. me, what? <laughs> Put evidence. Uh -huh. Yeah, <laughs> write them a letter or explain how you're well, feeling or try to note. sit down and nice. chat to. It literally is. It's literally you're literally note. you're it's writing your own obituary then and there. You. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the funny thing, when I was growing up, and you might, how do I explain? It? When I was growing up, mm. if I had a feeling of not mainly just disappointment, or I felt like I didn't want to do something, or I felt. It, I was angry. You weren't allowed to have those feelings. Yeah. No, you weren't allowed. Yeah. So my dad would just be like, what, what do you mean? You don't shut up and just do, what, do yeah. what I told you. There was no negotiation. There was no, oh, no how do you feel? It's just do as I yeah. say, yeah. not as I do. So yeah. that was how we were. So when you go to therapy, people like, yeah, I'm having trouble with my dad. Um, he does this. Not saying that I am, but he, he does this, he does that. Why don't you talk to him? Talk to him how? Yeah. How am I for what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you going to? I already had one, one, one slap today. I'm good. No, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. You had something that you disagree with your, your partners about or your mum about. It, Can she, I ask a question? Yeah, go for it. Did you ever think about like running away? I did. Oh my god! Did yeah. you ever pack a bag? Yeah. No, I just ran. Well, you actually ran. I ran, bro. <laughs> my parents. How far did you get? So uh, that's what I said. I used to live in in Highbury. I because oh, even up till now. There are traits that you have inside of you, not running away. Yeah. God forbid my son ever does this. You have traits that you have that you just like to do. So mm. when I'm in trouble or not when I'm in trouble, when I feel depressed or something, I just walk. Okay. Mm. I just walk. Okay, I and I just walk. And I just like to walk. And I just like, there was, I remember specifically when I broke up with my girlfriend in, uh, in university, mm. I walked so far in London, in central London. I think I walked from Highbury to Oxford Street 
And then I walked all the way to up past Marble Arch everywhere. I was looking for a space where there was no people. I just wanted to be by myself. So you went into Central, Central London. I, just, I didn't have any, there was no logic. <laughs> what Why? There's so just many walked. people. Why is the game? Just busier? walked. So Bro, going back to when I, when I ran away, it wasn't running away. I went for a walk. I went to, uh, in Highbury. I walked all the way up Holloway Road. I just kept on walking to Archway. I got to Archway Station. I said, what am I even doing here? I turned around, I came back. So they never quite knew you ran away. They knew because they were. My dad was in his car and he was looking for me. Oh, you got lit. And then, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> and then I came back. I was actually at a childminder's. I came back to the childminder and she said, "I even know whether to kiss you or to beat you." Yeah. Because that's how I feel my son sometimes. Oh my god, I have that feeling a few times. Because you so, just ru- you yeah, run away. You're and you so just, vexed. You don't know what to do. This <laughs> I don't even know what to do. But yeah, that so, that, that happened. Quick story time in regards to beating. I told you this story. Yeah. Before. <laughs> Coronavirus, phase one, right? Mm. First lockdown, everyone's freaking out. Queues outside, tissue roll gone, everything, whatever. <laughs> Twitter roll gone. <laughs> um, yeah, Twitter roll gone. Um, and my son decided to call me as that. I'm like, all right, Khalil, just put your hands in your pocket mm. or hold them to mummy. Yeah. Like, okay, don't touch anything. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, okay, mummy. He follows me. Everything's good. Well behaved. Amazing boy. Get to the freezer section. Speaking to the guy, asking him he's got an item. Look away, look back. My son's got his mouth on the bar. Yeah. <laughs> I fling him off it. I don't know if I want to like slap him and throw him in the bin and make a new child <laughs> or hug you out of like freak out. And then he's like, I'm like what did you do, Kilo? He's like, nothing, mommy. I said, what? I'm like, your tongue. He's like, my hand's in my pocket. <laughs> and I'm like, Clever my guy. G. And then he's like, Clever guy. But the best part is that I put disinfectant. No, nah, leave it. Don't I'm do like, a Donald Trump and make him eat bleach. Shall we try bleach. it and see? Yeah. <laughs> Worst case, I make another child. Make it wash his mouth out. His mouth out with soap. Or, or, that or he was with... cool, but after that he learned. And after that, I thought, no, nah, do you know what? I'm only going to ask about him. But yeah, I know that feeling. Mm. Don't know if it's a punch him or hug him at the same time. He's on social services because I didn't do that to him. <laughs> <laughs> just a disclaimer. I just there. Yeah. He's good. He's good. I've seen it, man. <laughs> Yeah, be, where, what football pitch were you at? Um, Crystal Palace. Hmm. So there was an event. This one is living life. Mm. I see you. Mm. Oh, you put the eyes there. I just put the eyes there, bro. Yeah, you did, you did that. I, I see. And I, I sent him eyes back. I'm like, you see, bro. I'm trying to understand his eyes talking. To yeah. Him. I can know what to reply with. I like, see you, see me. I see you, see you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really good event. Initially, I was like, hello, we're going to go watch football. I don't want to watch football. There'll be other kids. Okay. Oh, that's how you used to get bribed everywhere. Yeah, because he's, he's a bit of a, I won't say a bit of a loner, but because he just has friends in school and not outside. Mm. So whenever he gets a, ch- a chance... He, he doesn't have kids. age mates at home. Age mates. Yes, he doesn't. He has cats, fishes and meat. Cats yeah. and fish. <laughs> oh, yeah, fishes is not a word, is it? A fish. What's a plural of fish? Fish. A school of fish. A school of fish. Plural of fish is fish. That's how my mum fishes. <laughs> you eat fish you eat fishes so you said you haven't done therapy before no have you done therapy before? I have what kind of therapy have you done I don't know whether it's counselling or how old were you when you did it oh this was recent this was uh, I don't mind this was maybe seven years ago five maybe no maybe maybe only five or six five probably I would say yeah, 100%. All by myself. Found uh, the person by myself. Oh, wicked. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did everything. I, was like, I want to talk to someone, not anyone in my family. I'm serious. <laughs> no, that's really good. I'm serious. That is so good what because... I was just going to say the fear of going to speak to someone oh, and unburdening yourself. That's scared. what stops me from going, which I mentioned before. It stops me from going. So for that you, for the fact that you've done it is amazing. Yeah, I was, there was no fear in my heart. I was just like, oh, let's just see what it's about. I want to talk to someone about some stuff. So let me book it, booked it. It was good because at the end of it, she said, um, there were, we had, let's say about six or seven sessions. Mm. And at the end of the sixth or seventh one, she said, there's no point you being here. We've explored some stuff. I don't think there's anything else to explore. And I don't want to just take your money for no reason. So she said, I think that's it. That's yeah. That's a really good therapy. That's the truth. Yeah. Tell me about your wife. Exactly. No, there's no point in us uh, wasting <laughs> yeah. time. If we've explored some things that, and she's given me some advice, I try to put them into practice. If, Is there anything that you've learned that, that you feel that you've now almost told other people about, not about your life, but as in something that you... Thing that you've been able to use or adapt or how to see things as a result of therapy? Yeah. Um, me as a person, how I react to things. In the sense that I... When I want to do something serious, mm. especially when I'm talking with someone, if I want to do something serious and and I feel that I'm either wrong or I'm, I'm saying something wrong or I'm getting pushed back, I used to be like, oh, no, no, I was only joking. So I'd play it ah, off as if I, if I don't want... Guy. But I'm yeah. deadly serious about it. So I say, mm. Fizz, I can't... I can't I, we drove, Fizz drove... Um, I, we, me and Fizz drove, I picked her up. If I was to say, um, I can't pick you up today. Yeah. And then she'd and be I like, no, no, I really... Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, no, I was only joking. And I, and I really... You don't want to let them down. I can't pick her up because I want to be late or there's this or yeah. this or this... But no, 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 I was only joking. I was only joking. I can, I can, I can. Yeah. I, I'd rather put myself out than mm. disappoint or that was me in the past. That's interesting. Because, and I did that in my relationship when I want something from my partner and she's like, no, I'm not. I was only joking. I, I was only joking. I was only, I was only joking. I was only joking. <laughs> what? This one. This one. <laughs> this one. Square I past that it a one. bit late. Square past that one. <laughs> But yeah, that's that was how I used it. and I and I realized I had to grow. So no, serious, that could happen. that could happen. <laughs> like, no, 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 I was only joking. I'm not nasty. What are you talking about? Um, no, I Side note, oh, all God. women are disgusting. Oh no, I'm gossip. All women are disgusting. You. you think that you've got the queen. No, 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 no. Get them by themselves. And you'll see they are disgusting. Absolutely horrendous. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, they're disgusting. I mean, it's not, Everything it's not that disgusting. that's that's why I don't understand place, yeah. why guys go to yes. strip clubs. I'm sorry, it would divert, I'm just saying. Yeah, when you, stupid. when you've got your girlfriend at home, you've got your wife or whoever at home, ask her to put it on and she'll dance for you. I'm telling you. He wants to go and Okay, but for for a woman to feel comfortable enough to do that kind of stuff, yeah, to uh, yeah, there's got to be some work that needs to go in. And the are reason we not grown ish here, we are grown ish. There you go. But like, but like, as in, if you and your partner have disagreed about yeah. something and you've got ongoing tension, you're then not. That's not and then you, no, exactly, no, no, it's no. not going to yeah, happen. You're not both are not in the mood. It's yeah, not the right time. But but then for men who go to strip clubs, they'll just be like, oh, you know, the missus at home is 
pissing me off. No, so rather than addressing some dollars at, at the sh- yeah, dollar, yeah, dollars, dollars. I'd rather. That's why I me just took a side note, but just to say, I don't like strip clubs. I don't do <laughs> no. I'm being deadly serious. I just don't. I don't I understand. Their souls are gone. I don't understand the concept of that. I'm, you get excited and you go home for what? You just got a rouse for nothing. For for your for what? Yeah. Anyway. I don't, I don't, and I don't know the caliber of women in the UK and what it's like in the strip club. Oh, we got some. You got some decent. There are probably. Pro- I, like, I like the way he says himself. Probably. Probably. I don't know. No, come on, come on. Okay, so I went to therapy. Um, I went to therapy by myself, but prior to that, I went as a couples therapy with my ex-husband, and it was my final res- result resource. Final resort. Last resort. Last resort. resort. My last resort um, to save the marriage. So my parents were like, oh no, just talk it out. Do this. Speak to an imam, whatever, whatever. Done all that. Family intervention. Did all that. Can I just stop you there? So your parents said, go speak to imam. Yeah. Like, Um, well, I can invite our our local mosque guys to come and talk to us. Is, was your ex-husband, was he Muslim? Yeah. Okay. So both, it was in the culture, it was in the... Your your religion. Yeah, to be able like to his mum. So he was a revert. So his mum was a church lady. So she would typically go to church and probably seek advice from there. So mm. it wasn't it wasn't unnatural for us to go to our religious circle mm. for guidance for guidance yeah. whether okay. it's within Christianity or mm. Islam. Um. So yeah, we did all that stuff. Like you know, for me, I know what what the the solution was, which is stop being damn stubborn and prideful. But for him, it's like anything I say, it's interesting because we go to therapy just to have someone facilitate exactly the same words you're going to say at home yeah. in public. But it's because somehow it's then reflected differently because of mm. how they like how they reword it or how they kind of tone it out. I don't know. But yeah, so we tried it as a couple. Um, and I told you guys before, in the back of my mind, I'm like, please let me be a male therapist. Mm. Turned up, women therapist, female therapist. And I was like... Damn it, because already my ex had his back against the wall. Yeah. Two women, one guy. It's not happening. Could you not, were you not able to pick? Um, no, I was power at the time. So we had to go into those, um, you know, like um, the, basically the actual therapist who volunteer their services. Right, And then right, you right. donate an X amount of money. It's like a minimum donation. Though. Right, it's so expensive-ish. Right, right, right. But you don't get to then choose. You choose a location. So they have different, it's called marriage care, I think. Oh, dear. Um, that, so it's, it, the reason I say oh, dear is because I feel that service should be free for all. Yeah, yeah. I feel that that service uh, would be... But well, there's such a demand. You'd be so surprised. Really? There's such a We course. had to wait, like, I think six to eight weeks. You're saying, of course. I, I, no, I'm saying, of course, because but imagine I've looked how many into getting therapy. Married. But let's just say, as a couple. Yeah. Like, as a couple, but even as a single person. Jesus so me Christ. me looking into getting therapy, like a 12 week um, I spoke to my GP about it a couple of years ago. Yeah. I was told that there's a three to six month waiting list to be seen really? by an NHS therapist. Do you know what? So know there's how? local services where you can get it like slightly cheaper Mm. but it's still a long waiting you have to join a waiting list to then be it you know when it becomes available for you to then take part in in those semi-subsidized ones Mm. or i go private and i can't but as in i can't afford that very expensive yeah Yeah. no exactly so for me um so i walked in female therapist firstly the whole wait thing so when they give you finally finally give you an appointment you don't get to choose a time it's like this is your slotted time Mm. 
And if you don't turn up once or whatever, then that's that you lose it. That's how high the demand is, wow. which is a reflection of how crap marriages are, are going. Like there's obviously a, a big issue when it comes to communication, even respect. Um, how, how long were you married for? When before you went to therapy? Um, just before it ended. So I'd say four years, three years. But I was patient. Do you know how like I do? I'm, I'm I'm a very understanding person. So to me, I'm like, all right, the first year of marriage is known to be challenging. The highest rate in divorce is in the first year. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because I got my I got divorced in my first year of marriage. Yeah. But how long did you know your partner for? It doesn't matter, mate. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It does because doesn't, that's the span matter. of time. No, it it, that's because, your life. Because, well, yeah. No, how long did you know your partner? Before? I knew him for a couple of years before we got married. We were married for just under your, under a year, and then. But we I split. knew my ex for six years before we got married. It doesn't make a difference because when you live together, it's a whole. We never lived together. Islamically, we can't live together. Yeah. So until you live with someone, which is why I say don't do this whole. We got a date for an X amount of years. Get engaged for X amount, bro. You won't know. You'll continue to learn your partner for the rest of your damn life. Believe that. Yeah. So and there it comes are things down to that having... I learned today. Yeah, exactly. From my wife that I'll be looking at like... You're about to learn some new stuff next year. Did you not do this at home? <laughs> some of it's beautiful as well. Yeah. The majority <laughs> of it, yourself. I'm... Just, I'm no, trying no, to save no, you. No, no, no. A lot of it is magnificent. No, but that's what I mean. So the difference is, back but, in the day when we were crumbs. dating... <laughs> the crumbs. The crumbs. The crumbs are disgusting. <laughs> crumbs. <laughs> when you get married... And we all know this. We're all grown-ish. When you, before you get married, or when you get married... Yeah. You have to love the crumbs of that person. Oh yeah, yeah. You know yeah. the things that you shake out of the toaster. Toaster. That's that is what you need to. You need to love the, the burnt bits because I'll, I'll say this: the things that annoyed you or really, really peed you off yeah. when you were together, would you be like, "Oh, you leave it." Those are the things that will break the camel's back. This is why do, mm. when we keep having Look this conversation. No, no, like, like, there's, a, there's flag, a reason flag, why. Because um, right. me, Hebs, and a right. friend have regular conversations around this yeah. kind of stuff. And Hebs, like you said, you are more patient. You're much more forgiving as a person. And you give people chances. <laughs> She's lock no, off, lock I'm, off, lock I'm off. block and delete. Ben, I need to show you my list. She's got over 200 block and delete. I've got nearly 300 people on there. Because I see it as... <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> Smoke. Smoke. A lot of people Smoke. only have like one or two. I don't and have I've got, any. I have like maybe six. Yeah. And I've had my WhatsApp number since like 2012. Wow. Yeah. No. I've had mine for no. a long time. but I've And the reason why I do it is because I have the view that if there's something about you that I dislike now... Mm. And I barely know you. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a massive issue later on. I agree. And if if it's something that I if I cannot accept this characteristic about you, because I don't want to change you, mm. but if I cannot accept this characteristic about you as you are as a whole person, because something that is good on one person could be bad on the exact same characteristic mm. could be bad on another, and vice versa. Yeah. How it all slots in. It, yeah. it all, it's all how it slots in. Mm. So you know, someone being a little bit, I don't know. For example, your your pet hate is people running late. So someone running late could, could be... This one. Today no, no. is an exception. Trust no, me, no. I run on white people time. The Hebs is normally the first one. My here. on time is 15 minutes early. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that quality in someone who... Say someone who consistently <laughs> runs late. 
consistently runs late, but they also lie about where they're going yeah, yeah, or, you know, they don't communicate it or anything like that is a big deal. But someone who is open with you, who tells you, I'm stuck in traffic, I'm this many minutes away, that lateness isn't really an issue. Yeah. So it's you have okay. to weigh it all up as, yeah, as a yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, how does it fit into that person's characteristic? And then, and then yeah. also you need to consider, is this something I can live with? If it's not, leave it. So it's interesting leave that you say behind. that because one of the main issues or the main, I think... Yeah, is that I took my ex-husband as with all his potentials as opposed to as he is. But what, and a, I was what, a lot younger. That's what I'm saying. Now, believe me, if I meet someone and there's something in them that I don't like, not that not they're not good enough for me, they're just not for me. Yeah. So what are you gonna you would spud me in it, but you can't touch me no, with the No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, about to cuss me. At your age where you were Grown-ish. when you first oh. met your your ex-husband, oh, right? All you have is potential. A hundred percent. That's all you have. You can't be demanding something from someone to be like, you need to have this, 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 and this, because we need to be getting... All you have is potential but at I'm not, I'm not even talking on a materialistic point of view. I'm talking about maturity. I'm talking about respect. Same thing. I'm talking Same about thing. patience. Like, maybe he'll be more attentive. Maybe he'll be more caring. Maybe he'll be more patient. Maybe he'll be kinder. Like, certain things that were like, red flag, red flag. Now, as an adult... Yeah. Come to me with like five percent of that. He's a great father. Like I'm not trying to throw no shade at him. I think he's an incredible father and a great son. Um, but he just wasn't the best husband. For you. For me. For yeah. you. For someone yeah. else, I'm sure, because of how great he is with some growth, he'll be incredible. Amazing. But yeah. um, yeah, so I think therapy, it was a lot of highlighting all the stuff that I held on to of like, you know, I had hoped this would change. I'll hope this if anything, it kind of got worse because we're now stuck with each other. Did you communicate that? I gave everything on a manual consistently. Like, I, I over-communicated. Do you think that hindered Potentially. his confidence to say, you're always pointing out what, well, what I could do different, what I could do better? No, I'm also your hype man. Okay. I also want to make sure, like, when he'll complain about work, let's go and find another job together. What do you want to do? Let's go and do this. But it's like, whether that person is receptive to wanting to make that change within it. themselves. And if they if they don't, if someone is is complaining about something, we've we've spoken Some about people this like before. To complain. Some people just want to complain, but they're they're happy with the status quo. They're happy, as in they're not bothered enough to make a change. So mm. in that, they've accepted their so situation. I think, so I think that's kind of a layback person he was. So when I meet people now and I speak to them about how I see things and, you know, how I support my, my partner, mm. they're just like, this is it. You're meant to be each other's number one fan. You're meant to be supporting each other. Like, you know, when I'm feeling low, da, da, da. but whether it's in theory sounds great, but when we apply our personalities clash is another thing. It's mm. hard. But I think therapy was a, because it's a last resort. When we had to stop doing therapy, I literally thought, well, this is the expiry date of my marriage. Because I really? just, that, that day yeah. we walked out of therapy you said that you said this is the last time you're going to see us I literally said to her this is the last time I'm going to see you because I knew for a fact that he won't go therapy alone he'll go but what about yourself it's always a deflex like deflecting 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 as opposed to like do you know what let me take accountability for what I did even if I feel like it you know I was justified or it was your reason or you know it's because of whatever it is your reason and is let's take accountability for our own not because I want to please someone because I actually want to grow as a person so this is something I'll always tell, like try and take accountability for all your negativity, even to myself. I can't just be like, for example, do you know, like, I'm the type of person when I was younger, I'll say something, but I'll come across as like too passionate, too aggressive, mm. but my heart is gold, mm. pure, no negative, I'm not cussing you, I'm not doing whatever, but I, my anxiety kind of then bounces on you. <clears throat> 
So my sister and my mum always say, Heba, you got a bit of a temper or like you got da 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 but we know your heart's pure. But I can't hold that for the rest of my life. I can't roll with life having to go at you, having to go at you, switching and go, that's just who I am. But you know I've got a kind heart. You know I'm not actually like... But not mind. everyone will know you the same way that your mum and sister but does. But I'm going to push yeah. people away. So yeah. I have to take accountability. So the minute I acknowledge I'm doing such behaviour, I have to apologise for it. Or I have to go, look, that wasn't cool. Mm. I pull myself back. Some people in a grown-ass age still continue with the same energy and they don't want to reflect. They don't want to look in the mirror. So therefore going to therapy... Is out of the question. Why am I here? Because if you're not going to listen to criticism or feedback from loved ones telling you hold on a second what you've said here or what you've done here isn't right and you're not willing to take that you're not gonna go and take it from a therapist and it's all and especially when when you're coming through love you're going like i love you i appreciate you i genuinely want us to grow like do you know how people are looking like i say to him do you know how people are looking at us thinking we're goals like we had a premature child that made it through like we spent three months in intensive care We've got a house together. We've I got remember, cars. I remember that. We've got good jobs. We've got great families. Our in-laws get on. Mm. Bro, you're literally sitting on gold. I remember that, yeah. Appreciate what you have. <clears throat> and then it's like, he never quite woke up. And as typical men would do, and correct me if I'm wrong, not all men, but you always understand once it's finished. 100%. And it's just like, it's That's late, not even bro. men. That's just everything. Um, but I know a lot of men now who've lost very important women in their lives and they say I woke up too late I know pe- oh I, know, I had that conversation recently with I someone. know that's happened not to me yeah. but people that I know and who are very close to me they'll just be like I cannot believe I messed that up yeah yeah To the, it's like you are on the ascent completely to greatness and for whatever that's why for me for whatever reason they've messed up or it just hasn't worked out that's why for me it's a case where I look at every single other relationship mm. and I steal stuff yes. from things that I like. There is a relationship right now, my uncle. He is he's a great he he's he's just a great, great, great person. Amazing. Great man. He, they've been I don't even know how long they've been married, over twenty years. I went to their wedding when I was a teenager. Mm. Um and my grandfather as well. I steal stuff from their relationships all the time. Whenever I go and visit, I have conversations with both of them But separately. I respect that because you're constantly understanding. Or you understand there's, there's constant room for growth. Look, if I don't understand that the, that this, the thing with me and my family and everything, which is one of the most important things, let me put it this way. If anything steps in front of, gets in the way of that, I'm cutting it off. You're not, there's nothing that's going to get in the way of the, get in the way of them. Mm. So I need to know. I'm not, that's why. That's why we joke when he said when Fizz come in the car mm. and she said, "Can I do?" I said, "No, you're not doing your makeup in my car." <laughs> I like that. Oh, yeah, he's getting this documented. Right? I don't, I don't docu- want trouble. I don't I want threatened. hassle. <laughs> I don't want hassle. I don't want drama because I don't because I play that out in my head. My wife gets in the car. The first thing she said, "Why is the seat moved?" Why is there this? Why does it smell like this? I, said, I don't mm. want trouble. If you know me, I just like easy life. Yeah. I just want it to be easy, no drama. That's I don't step out. I like to be at home with my kids and my wife. Just, just easy. Everything's so, easy. Wife's, wife's name is other... Joe, yeah? Hmm? Joe. Yes. Joe, it was me sitting in the car. I didn't, I didn't, move, <laughs> I didn't move the seat. If you find any long hair, it's mine. <laughs> yeah, your hair. I only did Everything. mascara. I didn't do full makeup. So if there's any other makeup, it wasn't her. It wasn't mine. I'm just putting it out. (laughs) Wow. No. 
this you're trying to get me in trouble. It's all love no, words, all love. no, no, definitely. You know not. what? You're you're, no. you're you're a good seed. Hopefully, hopefully, Joe can also say that for herself. Oh, because sh- you know sometimes men portray like this amazing version of themselves. No, 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 and no, then no, their no, missus no. is going swear down. Like something like yeah. certain artists when they talk about like Paul the provider. Yeah, or like whoever. Yeah, and they talk so great about themselves. And I'm sure like that the person's going, but you cheat on me. That's what it's. I'm a pe- I'm a piece of rubbish. There's always room to grow. There's always room to learn. I am whatever you say I am, and I'm no be- I'm no better than anyone. Mm. I'm a hypocrite. I may I may think one way today, may think another way tomorrow. I may contradict but that's myself. Gross. If you're changing things, that's why I don't. Yeah, that's it's just it's who I am. You have to admit that you have flaws. I have flaws, and I'm always trying to improve and grow. I will. You say to you say to your partner, I will make mistakes. Mm. I just hope that you can grow with me through those mistakes. Mm. So it happens. So can I ask you, would you consider going therapy as a couple? Oh, 100%. It would wouldn't you? even be a question. It'd just be like, yes, let's go. So you wouldn't feel uncomfortable if she suggested it? No. No. Maybe because I know we've... I've been, so I wouldn't be uncomfortable. Have she ever been to therapy? Yeah. Okay. So you're both already in that we're world. Not, we're already there. And we already, we already... Do you think your average friend will be open to therapy? Male friend? My average male friend? Um, or family member, if it's no family member, some some family members, yes, majority of them, the Niger- no. I think there's a really big negative um, stigma, yeah. stigma attached mm. to therapy. Do you know what? It's I think definitely in Nigeria is there's something even till today. Let me explain, and and the point that I come to will make sense. Mm. In Nigeria today, I'm from a small. Well, my my mum's side is from a small village called Wari. Mm-hmm. In Wari, when I say it's concrete, there are no trees in Wari. Wow. There are no trees there. You want to know why? Because people believe witches live in trees. To this very day. Till this very day, so you cut down all the trees. Mm, wow. Now, I'm telling you, if you think like that, you think you're going to go to a therapist? Of course not. For what purpose? This witch doctor wants to come and tell me about me. Never. Question. Never, never. Are they, are they, is it, is it a Christian town? hundred percent. The north... The north where Boko Haram and all of that, that's not to say that's majority Muslim, mm. majority. Not to say that is because I just realized what I just said. Not to say that that is a part of it, but in the north is Muslim. Mm-hmm. In the it's usually north, s- south, that's like Sudan in, in as the, well. The rest north of the Sudan world is, is Christian. Um, Christian. So the reason why I ask is that it's interesting because obviously your, your faith doesn't talk about witchcraft like that. No, no. So it's interesting how like culture. And, and but that's where yeah Christianity and faith uh, other any, faiths any were faith. adopted after the culture was established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So people and they, this is this is not uncommon across like no, not not, not necessarily Jeez. witches, but things like ghouls and ghosts in trees. Yeah, very common stories that we get told as like ghost stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From young, for, as a Bengali kid, we get told all really dumb things like don't walk under a tree after it's gone dark with your yeah. hair out. I don't understand. I get, I get told not to speak in a toilet or like not to cry in the toilet because the, they're devils. So. The, the, there's a, obviously an Islamic reason for it. Oh, but, but, please, but please. the cultural things get added in and they twist it around. It and becomes things. a little fairy tale. Like, I get told not to wear red in the dark because it will attract ghosts and bad spirits. <laughs> and it's like... We believe in jinn, not ghosts, right? Well, yeah, they say jinn, but what they mean is witches and... Oh, no. Jinn? Jinn? Jinn, yeah. yeah. Not the drink. No, 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 J I double N. Oh, the rapper. 
<laughs> yes, the rapper. The Muslim community believe in the rapper Jin. Hey. No. Um, what was I going to say? The reason why I asked about that is because it's interesting that like, even in 2021, that culture still kind of taken over. Like I would have thought as we've evolved, I think Egypt's still a bit backwards, to be honest, in the sense that with knowledge, they should go, do you know what? We don't really believe in this. Let's not hold on to that that myth anymore or that concept anymore. It's getting there slowly, though. I was going, I'm going to butcher this name. Zamalek sounded... Or is, <laughs> Zam, is it Zamalek? Or... Zamalek. Sorry. Zamalek. Zamalek. Listen, <laughs> you know when you go wait, to... I'm, I'm not, not, when you, I'm about not Egyptian. I'm not Egyptian. <laughs> so from Cairo to Zamalek, you want to catch an Uber? Zamalek. Zamalek. Yes, Zemelik, yeah. there where I visited for a very small period Zemelik. of time. I was there. <laughs> it didn't um, even sound Egyptian. <laughs> Sorry, Z- I don't know. Anyway, it sounded it, Zemelik. It it it, it seemed to me it <laughs> it looked and it felt very forward. Oh yeah, Zemelik's like very very modern. So Cairo as a Cairo as a whole has it's it's no longer a third world country. I guess like Egypt, it's more of a developing country. Um, and they got Ubers out there. Yeah, of course. How, they got how, IKEA fam. That's how I got around. <laughs> Listen, and it's so cheap. Well, mm. I don't know about you. It was it was cheap up until a point, but when what happened was some Uber drivers pick you up. You you pay, but you want to pay by credit card on your phone, and then they just say, "Oh, we, I don't accept it. Can you pay cash?" Like, oh, they're bumping you. Say no. Dude. Say no. Say no. Move on to the next one. Next time, I'll do that. Mm. I'll do that. <sighs> Um, but yeah, like Egypt's definitely developed, but unfortunately, culture still kind of wins at times. You have to be very sure in your faith to not let anyone bug you in your ear. But this is where, so obviously we've talked about Zamalek, yes, Better. being um, being a little bit more. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna, it's ringing in my ear. I'm going to go ahead and Zamalek. Mom, have you been to Zamalek before? <laughs> oh, at gosh. least I even know. That's true. I didn't even know. Man went on holiday, you know. I expected to know. That wasn't a holiday. That was work. Um, He gets thrown out to Zamolik. (laughs) But there's there's always going to be places in countries that don't have the access to technology that big cities do have. Yeah, true. So there will always be a group of people far behind in terms of their thinking, their their culture. Yeah, there's certain people that that. live in jungles still. Yeah, the access to the rest of the world. Yeah. So I visited Morocco a few years ago. I went to. Oh, um, give it a shot. Shoot. Huh? I've forgotten where huh? the beach, beach mm-hmm. town. Keep going. Do you know? No, I've never been to Morocco. Never been to North Africa. <gasps> oh, sorry. Egypt, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I've forgotten sorry. already. Sorry. It's sorry. been like 30 seconds, Zama- bro. I went to Zamalek. <laughs> 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 Is it just Zamalek that you went to? I went to Cairo. Agadir. There we go. Huh? Agadir. Huh? Went to Agadir, Morocco. And we, me and my sister wanted to obviously do the touristy things, but we wanted a twist where we got to see people's actual lives. Mm. The pick, you know. <laughs> we, Pickpocketing. No, no, no. So, no. Uh, so because, because we it's look Moroccan, Moroccan, as in we yeah, fitted in, fit in yeah. we were able to speak to people and go, can you take us to places that Moroccans go to? So when they took took you or when they take tourists to sooks like markets and stuff there's a tourist market rip off prices but then there's a moroccan market the moroccan sook and they took us to that and that was amazing beautiful cheap and because we looked moroccan we did we were kind we kind of blended in anyway they speak arabic in uh, morocco i don't know they they speak a few languages they speak french French would be the other yeah yeah. but there's also another third language 
Um, English would be one. Arabic, uh, English is, is not a main. But, well, Berber but is the, um, uh, the indigenous. So, Moroccans, Tunisians oh. and Algerians, I think they have like a crossover, like, tribal language oh it's, it's quite deep like it's not even it's not arabic it's not french it's, it's a whole something completely different wow. begins with a yeah. amazon interesting so when, when we were being shown around we met some amazing guys who who showed us around more yeah. the sort of part the hidden parts of agadir that mm. maybe a tourist wouldn't normally see and we came across the berber people who are still very traditional and very limited in terms of their access to technology. There's Bedouins and, out here. Yeah, Bedouins, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it's amazing. Like, we got to spend a day with the Bedouins and they showed us their little... Did they show you how to make cheese? No, but they showed us their little, um, their little farm where they kept... Oh, their farm. Their little barn where they kept mm. their um, lambs and their and their chicken and stuff like that. So that, that would be dinner tomorrow. So. It would yeah, be. Literally. But, that, you know, it was still nice. They showed us around. It was cool. They cooked for us and everything. But um, one of the things I got told while I was out there is be careful who you point your camera at. Because there's some people who strongly believe you that when you take soul. a picture of them, you're taking their soul. Yeah, I mean, but you know, Islamically as well, there's yeah, a lot of there's a lot of you yeah, you shouldn't photos. be taking photos. But yeah. they they as in they are so firm in their belief that they will Freak come out. at you basically. Mm. So they were like, just be careful. Don't, you know, you can because I had it around my neck. They were like, have it around your neck, but don't pick it up to take photos in certain situations because it will upset people. And I was like. I just felt, I just pictured Get Out when we took a photo <laughs> and the souls came out. I <laughs> haven't watched truth. Get Out, you know. It's too scary for me. No, nah, man, you it's need to thriller. see it's it. Not even scary. I, my favourite scene is still that woman who's like smiling but crying at the same time. Oh, my days. Yeah, it's good. That, it haunts you get me to different. see the um, progression of that young man. It's very good. Yeah, it is actually really, really very, good. Very, very good. Um, <laughs> I don't do well with scary You don't like horror films? Oh, dear. So in year two, um, we had to live like Bedouins for probably like a week. Oh yeah. In in the classroom. So we had our whole classes in the Bedouin little tent. Oh. And we got to make cheese and hang it. Like we we actually <laughs> I don't know why I so remember this. So I just wanted to yeah, make your Bedouin this experience. Country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to I went to a Saudi school man. Oh yes, years. yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's a I went to a experience. Muslim school. That's good. It's all turned out alright, you know. Teach. Some girls went left. It's just like it's a girl's school. Boys, where are they? Boys, where are they? Get pregnant. I mean, I turned out. Stop it. Jeez, I'm great. Shout out to the crew. So, therapy, would you consider it, my dear? 100%. Can you hurry up and do it, please? I will. I, I need to. That you've got problems if you need it. No, 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 no. It's because she's been mentioning it. I've I'm been, I've been talking about and thinking about therapy for years um, because I understand how important it is for personal growth and development. Mm. And. There are times when, like you said, Ben, you just want to chat to someone mm. and get perspective just by airing it out to someone who doesn't know you and who's not going to give you their comments, their opinions, their biases. Um, so, yeah, I do want to. But I want to find someone who can understand the cultural side of things for me. Because I've, I've broken away from a lot of cultural things um, and I deal with... Is it mainly negative? Is it like a blindly inherited negative things that you've yeah. let go of? Yeah, 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 definitely. So it's you know it's things like my dress sense. I'm considered to be too westernized by the way that I dress, but that doesn't mean that I'm I'm letting go of my cultural heritage in mm. any way. Brethren, I've seen your cupboards. 
You've seen my car. You've got okay, more so day to Asian day. outfits than you do jeans. But it's like day to day, I will wear obviously Western clothes because it's comfortable. It's, you know, well, what, what, the job that I do, whatever. But when it comes to weddings and stuff or yeah, formal yeah. functions, I'm like, yeah, okay, let's bring out the Asian clothes, the Bengali clothes. So what does your mom want you to wear? Sorry, we're digressing. But it's as in, there's some expectation, even within the Western way of dressing, that you, you dress Honestly. to show your cultural identity. Yeah, man. Yeah. Sorry, what? Is it the pink socks that you're wearing? You put your legs on. Can you, yeah, can can we show off your fun socks? Raise the leg. Do, Raise the leg. Show show to Nigerian heritage, pink panther. What do you wear culturally? At weddings. At weddings. So I wear either saris <laughs> or salwar kameez. Do you which have is, to wear bangles as well? Sometimes, yeah. You don't have to. It's jewelry, um, okay. but like there's. For example, me wearing a short top. This isn't a short top by any means. But to be considered modest, culturally appropriate Below form of dressing for my mom, for other people, is I need to cover the bum. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So I should be when wearing a, bunda, a long cover it. tunic. Not even if you have a bunda, you know. I swear. My sister's got away with it. They didn't have a bum. No. For me, they're like... Oh my no, long. you have to wear something that long looks clothes, like a tunic. <laughs> that re- You know, you could be wearing... Yeah, like her auntie all times. Yeah, man. <laughs> and it's vibes. like, no, but that just because I'm wearing Western yeah. clothes and dressing a certain way doesn't mean I'm rejecting my cultural no, heritage no, 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 at no. all. And it's that kind of stuff where I'm, you know, if I want to explore that a bit more i want to exp- you know understand it a bit more mm. or you know just have a conversation around it if someone doesn't understand why it's important to my family for me to dress a certain way or for not necessarily my family my family mm. are cool but my you know the cultural the community that i'm in yeah the aunties it's yeah. always the aunties man you aunties need to to calm down <laughs> sure, um but it's that kind of stuff like you know having comments made about coloring your hair why is that such a bad thing but coloring your hair is Sluggish, apparently. Really? Damn, yeah. girl. No, yeah, man. We'll and highlights here I am with a uh, long blonde hair. <laughs> Damn. That is something that I can do. But it's, it's that kind of stuff where it's like, I don't agree with you, with some of these cultural expectations put on me. I'm living my life as best as I can, but it's reconciling it. And that these are things that I may want to talk about with a therapist. But like if they that. don't get the cultural side, it'll they be difficult. They understand you yeah. as well. Yeah. So I personally, I think I go back to therapy. I don't think I need it at the moment. I think I'm right. Um, but I wouldn't mind as a healthy dialogue between my future partner if I ever get married again. You want to get married again? Of course. One more kids. kids. Yeah. I just yeah. want kids. Brethren, get married, didn't it? You want someone to spoon with. Trust me. Well, you're, you're Western. You don't have to Sister. get married to have children. She, does, she, needs, she just needs a donations. You need donations. <laughs> no. Sis. No, I, I, I do want to do She's things. She's going to get married. Inshallah. Yes. To a decent guy. But yeah, no, I'd want to introduce therapy or like just healthy dialogue between my partner and I, even without a therapist, um, where we're openly, not a 28 plan, they plan like my man Paul, Uncle Paul, no, but as in... Oh, the 28 day relationship review. <laughs> bruh, they're saying probation. To be fair. But I do think... It's a sensible it's thing to do. It's not a bad idea. But, but, it's not, it's but not, no, 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 I get it, but I, I wouldn't put it as... I wouldn't title it like that. I don't know if it's sustainable every 28 days. But, but it's, it's the fact that he counts that as quality time that, that really got to me. <laughs> so when he was asked, how do you spend time like someone buying with your partner? Your we do our 28-day review. Okay, but that's not quality time. That's no, not quality that's time. reflection time. The thing is, the 28-day review, I actually agree. I think that's quite no, nice. I think it's healthy. That's what I'm saying. This is why yeah. I'm, that's what I said. I'd like to have a healthy and open dialogue with my partner where we can talk about 
what things we'd like to improve on, what things are going great. I think it's important to praise our partners yeah. and not just yeah. constantly go, you don't do this. And that's something I made sure I worked even psychologically to my ex-husband. I made sure I fed his ego and then hit a blow, then fed his ego again. The don't sandwich, a, the criticism a, sandwich. A, a, a ish sandwich, no. Just tell, <laughs> I have to. Just tell me what's uh, what's wrong. What do you want? No, no, because I give you the wrong. Then you're gonna, your I, defenses are so with him automatically. The minute I go, can I talk to you? What's up? The face, no, no, the face screws up. So for me, that's a different person. I think him as a person, he just was dealt different cards in life, and he sees the world in a different lens than I do. But so therefore, from the beginning with my one partner, there's been a huge level of growth as a person for myself. So I think with my next partner, I'll be very confident to how I choose to articulate myself. Mm. I wouldn't shy away from mm. my expectations and I wouldn't, want, I wouldn't want them to shy away from their expectations as well. Okay. And if we feel some kind of way, cool, boxing gloves, let's do this. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't shy away from therapy and I think I'd want my partner to be open to the concept that, you know, it doesn't show a sign of weakness if you need to go speak to a therapist. It doesn't make you less of a man. It doesn't mean our marriage is falling apart. It just means... Sometimes we're stuck in our ways and sometimes we can talk about it and it doesn't work out. And we don't want to bring, like, the worst thing you want to do is have like, the boys group, watch WhatsApp group and the girls and no one's really communicating amongst themselves. Like, yeah. They're, they're telling others. It's important to have your boys who maybe are your own mentors and you guys help each other out. Yeah. I think that's very important because you guys can learn from each other and women as well. But not everyone's got best intentions. Yeah. So it's being mindful because there'll always be a bitter woman there always be a bit of a slight guy who's not had that growth who'll maybe give you really crap advice. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, every every <laughs> guy has that. You should in, know in that. Yeah. Do but, Do you have to meet your your guys' male friends? I think it's important. Yeah. Yeah. You think it's important as well? No, not just male friends, just friends, friends generally. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think because I know there's always that dynamics. So there's always well, that the one if, yeah f boy that's not quite grown up. There's one that still lives with his mum. That's cool. There's always. Yeah, but it's un yeah, like you said, it's it's understanding the dynamics of that friendship group to understand is this someone is your part like my partner in good hands? In good hands, are Very they going to be yeah, easily yeah. led astray? Are they the ones going to be doing <laughs> the leading astray? astray. Are they the, the ringleader? Yeah, they, what, yeah. Like, so, for example, CK, some of y'all might know him. Um, so him, him and his boys. When I sit with them and I see how they big each other up and they motivate each other and the way they kind of even want to talk about women. And how they sort of pull each other up and accountability. I'm like, yo, that's this, what you this need. Is, this more is the bromance. That's, that's what I'm that's what they about. do in front of you. No, no. Obviously, they also do scummy stuff or whatever. But I've heard them when I'm not in like as in he's on the phone talking to his boy, and I'm staying quiet. And they're, they're talking about problems. That brother there. Yeah, that's CK. CK. That's not me. CK. CK. That's not me. That's him. Like friend of the show. <laughs> I'm just a model. There you go. No, no, say that. He's a friend of family of the show. Yeah, yeah he's a family he member. <clears throat> I find that specialist. Um, but yeah, so I think when I see certain... but I'd, Even if he's putting it on for me, the fact that they're all wired mm. to think to an extent, even if they're stunning. Let's just say they're stunning a little bit. Yeah. But there's still something in them, the moral compass that allows them to hold a level of accountability. And I think that's important to have amongst them and them. And what yeah. about the female friends? Because I, I find that my experience with... Um, Friends of my partners have been uh, interesting. They haven't always been as supportive as they could have been. So I don't have that and many. And that's just people that I've known in the past, not necessarily talking about present. Okay, cool. So for me, I don't have many um, female friends. 
Why is that? Firstly, I grew up as a tomboy. So right. I grew up just gravitating towards men. I don't like bitching. I don't like gossip. I don't like backbiting. I don't like shit starers. And you feel that you feel that fem- women women that. that I've come across, especially like in school days, it's very cliquey. Um, it's about popularity. It's about bullying. Mm-hmm. I none of that stuff. I even knew how to. I always defended everyone. Mm-hmm. Like I was a free spirit, a floater. So when I was able to integrate, I integrated more. Like you said, with our male cousins, or my brother, etc. So it was kind of like. That was what I was surrounded by. Mm. So by nature, I was mandem. But as I grew older, I met other women who they'll say, I don't get on with other women. Me? I'm like, well, me? I was just about to say, <laughs> not that, but just that you've met other women along the way on who've the shown wave. you that, that, yeah, say on the same wave, but who have shown you that not all women are bitchy. 100%. Not, and, me. <laughs> 100, not 100%. There's, yeah. there's, there's a handful of women now who honestly, with my everything... I can depend on mm. yeah. whether it's to have a cry, have a laugh, whether it's for me to to vent on a little bit, for them to have patience for me, whether it's for them to give me an L, like I would depend on them because they are so on my level that I trust them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Anyone else in between does not qualify and does not get hollered at. Mm. Yeah, they've just faded into the background, mm. and it's because their energy has been something that, that that I identify as a child, where it's been bitchy snide, something that makes me feel a bit uncomfortable. I read energy into me. Like frenemy type people. Yeah. yeah. I'm good. Nah. I'll call my free friends. <laughs> no, so. honestly, it is definitely quality over quantity. And it doesn't um, matter because your old yeah. school friends are in Maz. Yeah. I've made good new friends and yeah. they're perfectly great. No new exactly. friends. No, 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 no sometimes the new friends. So there's, there's obviously, like I, I posted today about soulmates. Mm. I put a post up. Don't believe in them, but carry on. I believe in them, the and I feel episode. like what I ca- I added a little bit of my own ad like text to it to say there's people that come to mind immediately when I read up about soulmates because you think of me yes <laughs> and why are you tagging me fam I didn't tag anyone the the ones who who are my soulmates know they're my soulmates basically mm. because you feel an instant connection. And you just vibe. And it doesn't matter the length of your nah, friendship. I agree. I, agree. Um, I have friends from when I was 15, 16, who to this day, I absolutely adore. And they're mm. like closer to me than family. Like basically they're close to my soul. I mm. can't say close to my heart, but close to my soul. Mm. Yeah. And like Hebs, I've known you for a couple of years, but I feel the same way about I you mean, too. I feel like I've known you forever. <clears throat> it does feel like that. A hundred percent. Like forever and ever. But when you quantify it, like two, maybe three years, I don't know. Um, Not that long in comparison to other people, but that doesn't take away the depth of the friendship we've built in that time. Mm. Um, And I've been doing a lot of thinking recently because situations have cropped up. And I honestly look, look at the circle of friends that I have. Mm. It's not very big. Like the, the soul friends, like my soul friends, the ones that I think like very highly of, they're, they're, it's a small number. Mm. I love them to bits and they are like high quality people. They're people who motivate me, who make me feel um, supported. They you, man. Yeah, and they elevate me. They challenge me to, to, to do better for myself. And it's like that kind of, I'm, I'm surrounded by that. Yeah. And when I looked at it a little bit more, they're all women. For me, all my close friends yeah, are women. That's what's happening as you get that's, older. Yeah, and um, you know, there's peripheral friends. Not mm. that I'm taken away from their status as my friends. They are still my friends. Peripheral <laughs> but friends. But they're like, I don't want to... <laughs> it I, it sounds really bad, but it's like fair weather friends. <laughs> wow. You should call them uh, colleagues. As in... <laughs> they're your associates, they're colleagues. 
So there's associates. My co-workers. So there's, you know, the ring. The ring is, you know, your... Inner circle, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so my inner circle, I love them to bits. The the position of best friend is still available because it's reserved for Mr. Fizz, but oh, hey-ho. Um, that's then, interesting you say that. Keep yeah, going, and then so then there's the, the soul friends, like mm. the absolute close friends, and then there's the friends. And I call them fair-weather friends, not in a diss to them, but in the sense that... I don't know what fair-weather means. Fair, it just means that you're you're there for a good time. Like, but in the nicest way possible. Like, they're not friends that you would call. But, but you when have you're friends that you call out for like concerts, to go out for a laugh. Yeah, dinner, like let's hang out together. Friends. Let's have the good yeah, times yeah, together. Yeah. But they're not necessarily that. the friends that you would call when you're in a crisis or you're yeah, in yeah, distress yeah. or you need to offload. Yeah. The yeah. friends yeah. that you cry to are your soul friends, and then you've got your your outer circle of friends who are still great friends, mm. and you may offload a problem here or there, but you wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable calling them up in the middle of the night to say, hey, this just happened. I really need your help right now or I need your support. And then there's your, mm. your uh, what did you call them? Colleagues. Your colleagues. Not associates. your colleagues. Associates. The people you just know. You I love out paint on your hands. hands. Yeah, <laughs> I was painting and it's all gloss paint and I can't get it off. You know the funny thing you said that with people that will be phoning you up? I just read, don't phone me up. At any point in time. <laughs> Don't phone me either. My phone's at, on at do not any, disturb after 10 30 Trust me. Are you mad? Comes on, I don't want to hear nothing. I've got a baby to raise. Get, get off my phone. No, but you know, I mean, I <laughs> wouldn't, it wouldn't be a habit, but like, say, for example, something, an emergency happened. I don't care. Sort it out. You're an adult. Get off my phone. Oh, yeah. That's true. You got other people's yeah. I'm telling you. Me ringing me up. But I think... So I'm, basically, I'm Ben's, associ- Ben's no. just put himself in the associate I'm an associate, circle. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm an associate. I know what my... my I have responsibilities. No, no, <laughs> I have no. Stuff. It's, I yeah, know. you would... That's the thing. You also wouldn't be irresponsible with it. When when it's like close, close friends, you know they're... When we were teenagers, up. the tail end of teenager going into the 20s, yeah, throw me up whatever time my phone's always mm. on, and you can reach me. Now... No, sleep. I ain't got time, man. I'm raising babies out here, man. <laughs> Keep these kids off the streets, bro. <laughs> good time for that. Um, do you guys have any final thoughts? Oh, I just want to ask: Does uh, going to couples therapy, therapy yeah. also extend to your children? Oh, that's family therapy. I think there is family therapy. Yeah, family. That's but as in, if your child really says, point. "I want to go to therapy on my own," would you be supportive of that? Because our experiences have been that our families haven't been. Is so this I think, something that I you think, would? I think, yeah, I would want my child. If I feel that there was a reason, I'd like to hope that they feel safe enough to speak to me. Um, and I'm a bad man, mom, in the sense that they they feel hella safe. Yeah. Keep going. Um, but at the same time, if for some reason there's something that's so deep inside them that they feel they cannot articulate to me, obviously if it's like a red flag, there's people in place to sort of flag it during therapy. So if it's something suicidal thoughts, God forbids, or whatever then that will eventually be fed back to me because I'm still the parental guide. Mm. I'm the parent, parent. isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) So I wouldn't be against it, but I think I'll feel some kind of way initially, like, you can't talk to me. I'd like to hope that I've I've broken that barrier that my parents had. Yeah. But Mm. we wait and see. Yeah. Yourself? Before I um, had my son, Mm. I was very of, I am, if he does something wrong, I just beat him. If he talks back to me, I just beat him. There wasn't any thought in it. That was yeah. very just like he can't be disrespecting me. I just whatever. I make back a out. new one. As soon as you come out, 
and he starts to get his own personality, it completely changes. So for me, if if my little boy wanted to go to therapy, I'd be I'd be more worried of of what he's experiencing mm. than me to tell him no, you shouldn't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be so worried. To what extent? Because me as his parent, right now I can fix anything. Yeah. There's nothing that he does that I can't fix. That's it. So when he gets to an age where I can't physically fix it for him, Mm. then I'm worried. Yeah. Because you're you're still a parent. Like with the whole beating thing, I'm yet, I always thought my child's going to get beaten just so he can feel that he fits in with the tails, right? No. So just just in case beatings, beat him in advance, beat yeah. him afterwards, shocking in, in, ones in his sleep, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, classic stuff that we've experienced. But I actually can't do that. No, yeah. the most I do is my tone changes and he freaks out because he knows. He, he know they know. And it, like even today, stop it. Yeah, and he, uh, and he's at the age he start crying. Yeah, and, like, and, and then if, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah. And you hug him, you pick him up, and he's okay. You wipe his eyes, and, he, and he's fine. And he's fine, and he's gone. But yeah, you're right. I think I think that that is a scary part because yeah, yo, you're all, I'm, I say, mummy bear's always there. So the minute I know my son's in danger, even today, mummy bear. Nah, but that's it. Sounds cute, but that's also quite aggressive. Yeah. Because yesterday football we went to, hmm. some kid kicked the ball. We we got onto the pitch. And they took over the kids when they weren't meant to during like half time. Yeah. And then the kid kicked it and it almost hit a newborn, like a <gasps> little baby. Mm. It literally went over his head. Mm. And then everyone reacted in the audience. So the kid pointed at my son. The way I was going to... F- and I had to wooster and be like, Heps, you're a mum. You're not one of them. So I'm like, Khalil, Khalil looked. Everyone looked at him. And he's like going... Mm. Like he's about to burst. Mm. So Khalil, No. You've done nothing wrong. Come. And I hugged him, kissed his forehead. Everything was good. I looked at the boy. Wanted to just cuss him out. Instead, I was just like... Mm. Mm. So, yes. So, guys, to conclude, I think I would. I'd be concerned. Yeah, definitely. Yourself? I mean, I don't have kids, but I... So, I don't know. As in, I don't... It would be really hard for me to say um, how I would feel about it, but I would never stop them from going... To I, therapy. Don't, I don't think it would um, stop them. It would, it would yeah. just be a fear of I cannot fix this. Yeah, but I would still. You feel like, like you failed in something. In some yeah. way, there would be a, a bit of a that. failure, but you'd just be like. But there, I mean, that's what he needs. It, it, there comes a point, I guess, when when our kids grow up that they no longer need us. It's as about their like letting parents. them go in the bus, yeah. and you're like, "What do you mean? No, I need. With I am CCTV. Are you mad? Yeah." And like, I have to eventually let go of him and yeah, know that yeah. he's going to walk with his friends knowing what's happening in London. Yeah. Like that freaks me. From when I was pregnant with a child, I freaked out. It's like all the responsibility. Him, I pictured him at 18, oh, at 20, this. everything. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's a close. sign. It's a sign. All right. So, guys, in this summary. is our first official episode. Ah, visually. I know. But you can catch us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts <laughs> where we have... 40 other episodes uh, we can catch myself um, I am Hebs with a Z on Instagram you can find me under keep it fizz one Z one Z it's not keep it fizz and then finally of course it's your, it's your uncle's favourite uncle <laughs> but you can catch me uh, Ben of LDN 
But yeah, I'm on all socials and everything like that. So. Yes, and catch us, Growing Up British, about this era sign um, on growinguprittish.h and also it's going to be on YouTube under Mama Hebs. So make sure y'all subscribe, y'all like, y'all share, do your thing. <laughs> I think you um, should stand up. Do you want to just show the, the camera, camera, please? And show them the name of our podcast. And show them, and, show and them the show back, them the back please. Just straighten it out. <laughs> Listen, allow it, allow it, allow it, allow it. We in here, bro. Come on, bro. Come on. Guys, hopefully catch us every week. We're gonna be here, and in the meantime.